This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So go sign up today and receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. And PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PixWise to make your next bet better. And we're also brought to you by OddsCrowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? OddsCrowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contest. Over 30K up for grabs over the season. Go to OddsCrowd.com to sign up. And, of course, do not forget to go download the SGPN app. SGPN is giving you the chance to win $100,000 on NFL Week 1 exclusively on the app. Go download it. All right, welcome back, DJs. It's your boy Boston Capper with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Uh, he's got a partner tonight. He doesn't have the uh, the pleasure of uh, not hearing my voice uh, tonight. We're gonna have to do this one together. Uh, Steve, are you ready to wrap up this fucking season? We made it. It was a long season. We had six majors, and uh, we're coming right up on football season. But yeah, we get a uh, a whole uh, one week off before the next season where we have to kick it all off again. But yeah, I'm excited to talk about this tournament. A lot of good storylines. It seems to be a pretty polarizing tournament too, which I'm sure we'll probably talk about tonight with our special guests. But yeah, I'm excited to break this down and uh, let's get to it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, let's just, uh, let's just cut to it, man. We're going to bring, uh, bring on our uh, air quotes, special guest on uh, Nagels bagels. What's up, baby. You ready? I know you're excited. I've been downgraded from legendary to special in air quotes. Uh, that's great. Appreciate that. What's up, boys? How we doing? Thanks for having me. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, considering this is your favorite event of the year, and we always bring you on for the majors and the biggest there, events, clearly we have to bring you on for this. I love the match play. I love this tournament. I love match play, too. I'm a the big ma- match oh, player. It's just, anything that you have, it requires you to do some extra thinking and like triggers half the gambling community because they don't know what to do because the pricing's <laughs> off and you got a stagger start and the odds are all wacky. I'm I'm in. I am I am in. This is my favorite. You got value all over the place. You just got to hope that it hits. Just like every freaking week. Yeah, absolutely. So do you go since you love this so much and you feel like you might have an edge to the field? Do you go heavier this week on DFS? I would if they had any freaking contests. Nobody's playing anything. Nothing's filming. It's terrible. That just means there's going to be overlay, man. That's good. They got the quarter million dollar, fifteen dollar entry. That's the biggest one I saw. Yeah, I know, but I usually I end up in a whole. Usually, my quote overload of contests are you know smaller stake, winner take all, but they don't. They're not offering anything. There's no. There's no demand. There's no demand. So I'm struggling with that. Everybody's so no, afraid. Of, everybody's afraid of dupe lineups. That's, I mean, I'm that's not worried it about it. I'm not worried about it. It's gonna be great. I'm excited. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. All right. With that, let's fucking go. Hey, what what happened with you at the BMW? Anything? Uh no, no, no. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to throw you off asking you about last week's golf tournament. <laughs> I know that was like three whole days ago. No, I didn't have Bryson. I was might have been the only person. You I, were the I, only person. I, uh, I don't even. I don't even know who my big. Who my big bet was? Uh, Clearly not Cantley then. <laughs> no, I did. No, I had Xander. 
Probably. That's you threw funny. me off. This was on the short sheet. <laughs> I was embarrassed. <laughs> oh, I liked I liked Hovland a lot. That's what it was. Yeah, I liked Hovland. <laughs> he did nothing. No, the BMW was an early disaster for me. Although I did, I had Hovland as my one and done, and I did cash in the uh, the one and done in the mail. So I, I got it. Yeah, nice. Good job, man. Good like job, dude. Bucks. Hey, man. Positive. That's all that yeah. matters, man. Oh, ROI. Yeah, that's From it, January to August, I won $100. <laughs> so, yeah, very well, 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 another thing happened at the BMW, too, involving our uh, special uh, guest. He uh, accidentally stepped in and tried uh, slam dunking on the, the two of us. And, uh, yeah, we both had Bryson without you knowing. And we're like, this is not very appreciative right now. Uh, we yeah, I didn't mean song. to do that. I was just <laughs> – the thing with the – I got into, like uh, – uh, a little, not not really a beef. I just the the no laying up guys back in like June, right before the memorial, they were saying Cantley wasn't a lock for the Ryder Cup team. And you know me, the big Xander guy, and that's Xander's teammate. Like Cantley was a fucking lock to make the Ryder Cup team. This was in June. Like we we knew that. There, it's not wasn't up for debate. So, and then he went and he won memorial, even though it was a real win. He still contended. He was relevant. That's really the point. And then, so when he was relevant again, it, I was just making the make, just throwing that back out there. Gee, you think Cantley would be? I was wondering. Him? I was wondering who you were targeting with that. I didn't know you were beefing with the no laying up guys. Well, I'm not really beefing with them. It's just, it, it's, it, it's just asinine. Like, how is Cantley not a lock for the Ryder Cup? Yeah, like, there's, there's just, there's seven locks. You knew this in June or, or January. So I just, it bothered me. So no, I didn't know. And I wasn't trying to get on your skin. And I hear you guys talking about the Ryder Cup. And it's like, Canley's going to be on the team. He's Xander's teammate. And just pick your other 10 guys. Because those two guys are locked in. They're team 1A. So, whatever. I just, that's what that was. I'm sorry. I, I, that was a devastating loss if you had a Bryson ticket. Yeah. I mean, that's that's four straight devastating losses for your boy. But yeah. I know, man. That's, yeah. that's brutal. It's, it's been pretty <laughs> I, bad over here. I know. I know. I yeah. got on runs like that. But, I, well, not four straight seconds, but yeah. I know what it feels like to get kicked in the nuts. Believe me. Yeah, I, had, uh, I, I, that's I, I had I had two. Kisner saved me from having four in a row because I had. Yeah, it was, it's been it was it's been a rough fucking month. The, uh, and then, like, I knew, but I, so that's the thing. I, there was no chance in fucking hell Bryson was winning with everybody on golf Twitter holding a ticket. No fucking way everybody gets to be that happy. Like, I knew it. Like, I was like, there's no fucking way. Like, I don't know who's going to do it or how he's going to do it, but he's going to fuck this up somehow. And his putting, of all things, just completely fucking let him down. And the chip. Good God. What a fucking chip. Yeah. All right. Let's he's- move on from the BMW. Let's let's talk about the Tour Championship. <laughs> so let's, let's start with uh, – a weather report. So, and this is actually relevant. I've been on this podcast for the past couple of weeks and it's been pretty boring. Like it's either a lot of rain or just, uh, you know, just, you know, hot temperatures. Well, hurricane rolled through today, dumped a whole lot of rain here, and it's probably going to make the golf course play pretty long. It's already a really long golf course. Uh, all the rain is not going to help. Uh, it's going to make the fairways pretty soft. There's not going to be a whole lot of rollout, especially on all the uphill holes. Uh, greens are going to be soft, too. And it's going to be hot and humid the rest of the time. So balls going to be flying. It's probably going to be a soft golf course. There's not going to be a whole lot of wind. And if you actually looked at last year, it's pretty much the exact same weather forecast. Last year, they got a lot of rain coming in. Not a, No rain during the tournament. No wind. And scores are actually relative to the Tour Championship. They actually weren't that bad. So I can, I, I'm thinking we're probably going to see... Pretty similar things that we saw last year as far as scoring. 
So it's gonna be another low scoring. Like this is fine. Listen, I'm fucking sick of birdie fests. Like I, I, I wish I, I want a difficult track for these. Well, we'll, we'll talk about the scoring here and how East Lake kind of sets up and how that's probably going to impact how this leaderboard with the staggered start actually might play out. Yeah, that's fun. All right, well, listen, before we start breaking down the course and all that good shit, listen, are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, and we are bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to the online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right now at your fingertips. Get in all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, golf, down to the WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sports, we have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Go sign up today and receive a special offer, a risk-free $500 sports bet. Download BetWin. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to start winning today. That's where I'll be. Dude, I'm, I'm going to be in fucking – what day is today? Stay, what day is today? Stay, it's Wednesday, Tuesday the 31st. So eight days I'll be in L.A. and then nine days I'll be out in fucking Vegas at the Encore. I'm fucking ready, man. Ready. Nice. Ready. I mean, you're masking the sports book too. It's gonna be great. Hey, listen, dude, I don't give a shit. Like, whatever it is, what it is, man. Fucking, I, I mask. I'm fucking vaxxed, and I still wear my fucking mask everywhere. Maybe get one of those face shields that uh, didn't uh, Andy Reid wear those because you can actually yeah. sip the beer underneath and still yeah. drink. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Instead of having that's the true. mask over and pull that down. I don't think I don't think my wife would let me walk around with a face <laughs> mask. <It's> Embarrasser. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, all right. So how you want to do it, Steve? What do we want to do? Well, so we're going to do a little different format tonight. Typically, we come on and we break down the, all the DraftKings tiers. But I mean, listen, pricing is all over the place. There's no real coherence, you know, way to break it up. So we're just going to break it down by scoring. So we grouped everybody in groups of five based on what tiers they are. We'll go top to bottom, and we're going to keep it short and simple. We're going to go with one guy you think is going to start moving up, and one guy you think is start moving down. So. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different show tonight, but I think that's probably going to help you a little bit in DraftKings because, you know, if we can target guys in different scoring tiers of who's moving up, who's moving down, that's a good way to say, all right, play this guy, fade this guy. So, Nagel, since you are our special guest, uh, why don't you cap it off? Why don't you give us one guy you think is going to be moving up from guys starting from uh, minus 10 to minus 5? You got Cantlay, Finau, DeChambeau, Robin Smith. And one of those guys you think is going to, you know, move on down and not do much this tournament. Okay. Happy to do it. I will say that the premise or my premise for this or theme for the week and the reason why I think it's so wide open is because nobody in these top five really uh, scares me, per se. And now you may think, oh, you're crazy. Rom's right there. He's just 600. I understand. But he hasn't done, really done anything here in the last two years. He's just kind of kind of hovered around. He started second last year, and he finished ended up finishing fourth. That was right after his win at the BMW, so I don't want to hear about form or anything else. In 2019, he was T6 and ended up uh, T12. He didn't really do much. So I'm not really worried about him. Plus, I don't I don't want that's like I just don't want him to win. So I can never say, yeah, that's that's a lock. So but if, if anybody's moving up, I, the only person I would say is maybe Finau, but he's already in second place, so I don't think he's going to win. So I just think Finau will stay like in the top five, but I don't think any of these other guys are going to be top five in the tournament when this thing's over with, to be quite honest with you. 
time. Now, it might be hard, yes. mathematically speaking, but if you look at each guy, see, it's not there's not much going on at this at this tournament the last couple of years. Can't wait from can't wait from second to twenty first in two thousand nineteen. I'm telling you, Steve. I heard you do a whole thing with Cantley on Bermuda not too long ago. <laughs> I just think the top of the board is soft, and there's opportunities just just peppering the middle of the board. So you, you should see if you you should see if you can find a book where you can make a bet like that. Like these top five will not end up in the top five. Like that would have to be a pretty massive fucking payout. That's where that's that juice might be worth the squeeze if you really believe it. Yeah, but it's just the the point is is that I don't think any of these any of these five are gonna just run away and hide because they they have a lead. That's the point. I think they might just hover. I think they'll be caught and then we'll have a real tournament. Okay. And that by Saturday. I fucking hope so. I fucking hope so. I really do. Well that's the fun of this. That's the fun of it. If somebody, if Rob goes out and shoots 65 as a three-shot lead over, like, then, yeah, it's going to suck. And, uh, yes, then then I have no case, and the tournament sucks, and it's football season, and who cares? But, <laughs> but, if he hovers, and he's caught, and then all of a sudden you have seven guys within two shots of the lead, then you have something. And one of them's 101, and you don't know what's going to happen on the weekend. And there's a lot of water. And it's hard. I don't know. It's just, it's fun. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going too long. All right. All right. So, so, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't call this upper tier soft, right? Um, I get what you're saying, though. Like, but I just don't believe in Cantley, and he constantly fucking proves me wrong. But he definitely seems like somebody who can absolutely be fucking caught. With me, is it, can Bryson overcome last weekend? Can he mentally stay there? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what that guy's mental fortitude. Like, I know he gets a lot of shit on the golf course, but guess what, bro? You're a professional fucking athlete. I'm sorry. Somebody calling you the wrong name makes you want to cry. Like, you fucking baby. Like, fucking baby. Like, can you imagine if this, like, if he played, like, right field for the fucking Yankees or the Red Sox and the shit he would fucking hear from the fans? Like, he'd never be able to make it in another sport. Golf is a bunch of soft little fucking babies. It makes me fucking insane. Like, it makes me nuts. Um, so I think I think he's going down. I think he's a mental fucking midget, and I don't think he can. I don't think he can overcome I, the fact that the fucking head of the PGA Tour came out and had to say, "Hey guys, I'm going to throw you off the property if you call him fucking Brooksy." Fuck out of here! Like this, this is the type of shit that gives golf a terrible fucking name. And like, we try talking to somebody about golf, and they're like, "Fucking golf, huh?" Oh, the ones where they cry about everything, and they're yeah, fuck this shit. Oh god, he makes me angry. He's going down. Um. I'm kind of with you on Rom. Like he kind of disappeared a little bit this past weekend, choked away. Um, I said it, uh, you know, I said if it, that was Xander who did it two weeks ago, I would have fucking murdered him on the podcast. And um, not one person texted me to say, "Boy, you must have loved what happened to Rom." <laughs> not one person. Shame on everyone for not reaching out to say, "Nagel, you must have loved that." Well, bro, I, yeah, because you know what? It was Xander that did that. You know why? Believe me, because I, I heard about it. I had a fucking Cam Smith and a fucking Rom ticket. I had two of the fucking three, like uh, that were going into it. And fucking thanks, Cam Smith. Fuck, hook it right, motherfucker. That's why I didn't text you because I was fucking pissed. Um, but anyway, yeah, whatever. Deshambo's going down. I can see, I can see Finau actually fucking doing something, man. Like, dude, I mean, he just fucking just had a breakthrough, right? Fucking just beat Smith. Um, Whatever. Like I, I don't. I still don't believe in Cantlay. He's only had two wins this year. I don't care what the stats say. And Smith around the green, it just just worries me a lot. And uh, he's been kind of 
off the a little a little errant off the tee lately. So if I had to pick up here, I'd take Fino, um, and I'd fade Bryson. Okay, it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I made this argument about Bryson a couple weeks ago at, the, at St. Jude, where he did not have very good course history coming in. Like it, it wasn't very spectacular, but there was nothing about the golf course itself. That suggests he couldn't actually do well there. And what happened? He finished second, but that, or he didn't finish second, but he was he blew it on the back nine. But he was in contention. There's nothing about this golf course that suggests that John Rom can't do well here. Like I, I don't understand why you're fading him. Like he doesn't have to be perfect. He started at six under. He has shown the last two tournaments he's actually been in the mix. There's nothing about this thing that suggests that he can actually be bad. He's great off the tee, great with his pro shot. This is a Reese Jones design. Reese Jones also did Tory Pines. There's a lot of Tory Pines in this place. He also did Bell Reef. John Rom did pretty well there too. So, like, listen, like, I, 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 I know it's chalk, but he doesn't have to be perfect. He's starting at six under, and I just think there's nothing about this golf course that suggests he can't move up. So that's my play. And then, you know, Nagel's alluded to it earlier, and we talked about this a couple podcasts ago. I think at at St. Jude, like Patrick Cantlay, for whatever reason, just doesn't play a whole lot of Bermuda. And when he does, it's not very good. Like, like I think the only one that people want to draw to is Harbor Town. Well, that's overseeded when he's been playing it. So that's not Bermuda. Uh, I know in the summer at Shriners, it's Bermuda. But when they play it in November, that's overseed. He seems to be really good at overseeded golf courses and Bankrass golf courses and Poe golf courses, not Bermuda. So I think he's starting at 10 under. You guys, I think you're both right. I think he's going to be going down this week. So, I mean, I know it's chalk, but I'm going to go with Rom as the guy who's going to move up and do very well. And I think Cantley's on the way down. The Rom, the, the number is just for the betting side, it's just so gross. Four to one, like just so gross. I know, but you're asking me one guy I'm most I know, confident I know, moving I know. up. I know. Yeah. It's personal bias for me. I'm not, I know, I know. It's, it not is. Ra- it's not a rational golf take. I understand. <laughs> yeah. But I will. I mean, if to, if we're just gonna talk about Ron for a second, I mean, there's been some outrageous claims the last like two months, and yeah, I know the guy's been playing great, and he's top tens every week, and he won a U.S. Open, and. Yeah, I shit on the guy all the time, and yes, I was wrong. Big L for me. I'm a loser. Fine. But, I mean, the guy's won one time. He's choked away the Northern Trust. He was in the final group with Bryson and Cantlay on the weekend, and he freaking what, just spit the bit again. He's He hovers. He's ultra-talented. He's there all the time. But he's only he just won the one time. And everyone was just gifting him all these other tournaments. Oh, well, he should have won the Scottish Open. And he could have won the Open Championship. Yeah, but he didn't. Because, <laughs> he, and, oh, he's only lost to, like, five people in the last six tournaments. Yeah, he lost. That's, like. Uh, all right. I just. Take a breath. Take a breath. It drives me crazy. No, no, no hot attacks but on the people podcast. are comparing him to Tiger Woods. Do you understand? Who's like, comparing oh, you haven't him? seen this since Tiger. It's no like, one's see what? Some guy blow tournament week after week? And hover around in the top ten. We see that all the time. This is a who, fucking Tiger Woods. Who compared him to Tiger Woods? Who compared him to Tiger Woods? The numbers. The people no, no, are like, no. oh, we haven't seen this type of separation since Tiger. Oh, it's yeah, fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah, that's just there's nothing point. about John Rahm that screams Tiger Woods. That actually is bullshit. I'm glad I'm not on Twitter so I don't see those takes. Yeah. I mean, listen, listen, I, I understand Rahm has choked away a couple of terms last two. Bryson choked away last time, but again, where they're starting is hard. I know golf is hard, but I'm saying they don't have to beat everybody. 
if for a 72 hole score, they got a head start. And if they do what they did the last couple of weeks, they might have a couple of stroke cushion going down the back nine that actually makes them a little more comfy. Kind of like yeah. what DJ did last year. So I'm not arguing I'm, your take, Steve. I, I, like I said, my, where I'm, I'm just talking about why I'm so anti ROM and what, what aggravates <laughs> me about all the talk about him. Is, I'm, no, I agree. Responding to. I'm not saying no, I, I, it's two separate conversations. I yeah. respect your opinion. My and man. you're and you're valid on a lot of it. If people are comparing him to Tiger Woods, that's yeah, stupid. That's I'm, that's dumb. I'm a huge Trust, I'm a huge I'm a huge drive guy, and that's fucking absurd. So, <laughs> the, um, all right. Why don't so we move the, on to next? next year? Next year, what we got? We got JT, Spieth, I'll answer English and Burns. I mean, look, I've been on Burns. I'm gonna stay with him, man. Like he he showed up well last week, man. Uh, I'm a little worried about him on Bermuda. Um, Oh, Bermuda Burns, Capper. Oh, Bermuda Burns. Talking about Bermuda Burns. Never heard that. Wait, wait, what? What? Who calls him Bermuda Burns? We talked about this on the show. (laughs) Even I know that. I'm not even on Twitter. I don't know, man. It's been a long day, bro. The um, yeah. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, he's he's so he's just so to me he's so good off the tee. I hate his fucking mustache, but I mean he's. He's so calm, man. Like he's calm. He hits it a fucking mile. I think he likes the chase. He's not too far back. Um, it's one of the only bats I've put down. Um, both of them with him. Uh, I think Burns could get it done, man. Like I think, he, like you said, I think he could chase. Um, as far as like just fading, like I don't know. I'm kind of afraid to fade JT. He seems to be rounded to form too. I guess answer would be my. It seems like everybody like just from the. Just from looking at the numbers on the book, like he's favored against a lot of guys, even without the strokes. And I'm like, I don't believe it. So I'm just gonna fade answer. I'm gonna play Burns. Just keep 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 going on the Burns train. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I think I'm gonna join you on Burns too. Like I, I think there's a lot of you know, a little bit of what I mean, we saw Scotty Scheffler debut last year, and you know, he was playing pretty well heading in. You know, Sam Burns playing pretty well, you know, coming in. The ball striking's pretty good. He puts well on Bermuda. I know this is his first time here, but you know, I think as a chaser, I, I don't see any reason why he can't continue the good form. I think he's a really talented player. He's come close to winning a lot of tournaments this year. Yep. I think we're seeing just the beginning of him. So I like him. And then, I mean, it's easy. My fate. It's Spieth. The ball striking has completely turned the other way. And that's the one thing you can't really do here. You can't have bad ball striking. So, um, I mean, he's losing a bunch of strokes off the tee. He's even losing with the approach shots, too. I, I just I, I can't I can't be on board with him, especially at the price point either. So, uh that's the guy I'm thinking is going to go down. Yeah, right. I'm fine with that. I second everything you just said, Steve. I have a question. Uh, with, your, with, your, with your numbers there, uh, Justin Thomas, how did he hit the ball last week? Can you answer? Um, he didn't hit it as well as he did the last couple of turns, but it was fine. Uh, let me pull it up. Uh, he hit his. Uh, he gained. Hold on. I'm sorry. He gained about he gained about two with his approach shots for the tournament, so about half a stroke per round, and he gained just about a quarter stroke per round off uh, off the tee. So it wasn't spectacular, but he wasn't losing. Uh, he he didn't putt well last week. That was his problem. Well, that's been the case for most of the year. Do you do you have any thought on JT this week? I mean, I I do like him. Um, you know, I mean, it's the putter is a question. We did see him putt very well at the Northern Trust. So, mm. yeah, I mean, I, I think 
As far as DraftKings, though, like they're both started the same place. Like, I mean, Burns is $8,500. Thomas is 11000 11, And I like both. So I'm just going to go with a cheaper guy. At yeah, price I, but yeah, I, 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 no, I, I like GT a lot this week. I think he started minus four. I think he's dangerous. You know, we've seen guys start at minus four and still win. And he has a tremendous ceiling. And he showed the Northern Trust he can still, you know, he, he still has the game to do it. So, yeah, I, I don't hate that pick at all. I, I could see JT pulling a, like a, uh, like a player's tour championship, like PGA tour, you know, they, they are like, they're going to have record records, um, record setting amounts of rain, a nice soft golf course for JT. Yeah. And, uh, you know, put him in the player of the year conversation, some crap like that. But I was just, I, he's, he's lurking there at four under. And I don't know. I, I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah. He's 11,000. So from a drafting standpoint, but, I don't know if we're going to be talking about who we think is going to win this thing. I, don't know. I just wanted to get a thought on, on the numbers there. But, yeah, I agree with you. Spieth hasn't been great off the tee, uh, driving accuracy-wise, and this isn't a good golf course for that. Abe Answer might just might not be long enough. But we've, I've been saying that about Abe Answer for so long. And, I mean, just figure out a way to get it done Southwind, which is Everyone's, like, number one comp course. Yeah. So, see, what do you think of that? You think Southwind? Could be a comp course. I mean, so I'm going to correct you a little bit of what you said earlier. There's actually not a whole lot of water on this golf course. There's only two holes where water actually comes into play. But sure, I can see with Southwind. It's just narrow. I'm thinking of that par three. Was it the 16th or whatever? Yeah, it's, so, so it's 16 and 8. That's it. That's okay. the only place with water on the golf course. And this is actually going to be a conversation for later. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, listen, there, it's narrow fairways. It's deep penal route. I think the only difference is this place is a lot longer in Southwind. And there's more dog legs you can cut for a bomber here. Everything's kind of right out in front of everybody here. But, yeah, I mean, like, he can keep in the fairway. There are a lot of long iron shots and a lot of wedges. There seems to be a little bit of dead some of those mid irons. That is a little bit like south winds. So, yeah, I, I can, I, I'm actually a little worried about him kind of lurking this week and maybe like a surprise top five. Like, even though he doesn't have the good courses you're coming in, like, he just, been, he just keeps proving people wrong. So, I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, God, I love this tournament. Yeah. Okay. That's range. <laughs> All right. Before we break down the uh, next tier, uh, listen, we're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new PropSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. Browse the activity feed to stay in the know. A loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't even need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. And make sure when you're making your bets, always go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player. That way you can sell one for a profit and give yourself one so you can keep some skin in the game. Thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. And it's even going to get busier during football season. So go get started today by going to PropSwap. Com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, All Steve, right. why don't you break down the, uh, the the three under range there, kid? All right, so we got DJ, we got Morikow, we got Hovland, Uswizen, and Sungjae Im in minus three. So, I mean, listen, I can kind of do a process of elimination of all these guys. I mean, I, I know DJ won it here last year, but it just hasn't been all that inspiring. Like, he's been getting carried a lot with the putter. The ball striking hasn't been all that great. Like, I, I'm just not feeling DJ, especially at the price point at minus three. Like, I, I just I, I'm not getting any vibes from him. Uh, I mean, Morikawa, it just is it, unusable at this point. 
I mean, that, that back injury, I think, is still affecting him. His ball striking, again, was atrocious last week. He needs to I chill just, out I, for the Ryder Cup. He needs to just, yeah, he, he needs he to take needs one to swing, collect his check, and then fucking go rehab that back for the fucking Ryder Cup. I, I don't mind that. And last place gets 400 grand. So That's what I mean. Like, just yeah, tee off to get the check and then go rest. Just leave. Um, I mean, even Hovland just kind of been blah, you know? I'm not really feeling him. Usweezen apparently has that neck injury. So I don't really want to get him in either. So I guess it leaves me to Sung J.M., and he's actually playing pretty good. I mean, I liked him a lot last week. He paid off with a top-five finish. The ball striking is still great. He putts well in Bermuda. He actually played pretty well, I think, for the first two days, and then he just crapped the bed on Saturday. But, listen, he shows some upside at this place. I think it is his first time. So, yeah, I mean, at three under, I, I think Sung Jay is probably going to be moving up the board. I like him a lot this week. And then my fate, I mean, it's easy to say Morikawa. I'm just going to say Louie. I think the bubble's burst. And I just... I don't know. I just I'm not, I'm not feeling this week. All right. All right, Nagels, what about you? I uh, I like what you said there. I bet DJ outright, but I don't think I'm going to play him on DraftKings. Uh, so okay. I he's just he's just terrifying. He likes it here, and it's long and soft. And if he makes a couple of putts, he'll be right there. And he's Dustin Johnson, and yeah. Like he's twenty two to one. <laughs> I'm gonna play that. That works for me. Uh, I'm worried. Just like in the same vein as Abe Answer, I'm worried about Victor Hovland. But yeah, I like Sungjae a lot too. He bought a house in Atlanta, so it's practically a home game. <laughs> you might hear about that. It's, he's home. Uh, I know it's like six turn. This is like the sixth tournament in a row, and he's in, on three different continents, maybe. I'm not, I'm not sure. I might have to check the geography on that. But, yeah, at 7,300 and three under, yeah, like, yeah, he's going to – I think he's going to – I think he's going to make a run. So, yeah, I like Sanjay as well. I can't play Louie. I never do. Morikawa. Yeah, we got injury risk, and you got 30 guys. Like, yeah. the WD is the only thing that can really kill you. <laughs> That's true. You got to be careful with that. So, yeah, I'm betting DJ outright. I'm, I'm sad to decide on Hovland, but yeah, I do like Sanjay as well. So pretty easy break. Yeah, I mean, I mean about the Sanjay travel, like to pull back the curtain, I have to manually adjust my last 50 rounds of my spreadsheet. And Sanjay plays so much, he consistently has way more than everybody. It's a lot more editing I need to do for Sanjay. I'm like, this is just standard protocol. He always plays every week. So I mean, if everybody's worried about <laughs> fatigue, like, I don't know. He's been doing yeah. it for the last two oh, years. Oh, he did skip the open, though, right? Right before the Olympics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. Wait, he did no, skip that. Only two comments. Yeah. Only two. Only yeah. two. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have too much to add. I mean, I, I'm with you guys. Like, I like I like him. There's no way I'm paying fucking um, Morikawa. You know, it's funny you said you bet DJ out 22. So I was I was staring at him right before my last draft. And he's at 25 at mine. And I'm like. We'll talk a, about it, man. You got you put a little, little sprinkle. Yeah, I think I might. I think I might have to. But the same, to. Yeah. I we'll talk about outrights, but yeah, 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 that's fine. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I think I'd avoid him in, in DK too, just because you never know what DJ you're gonna get. Like I know it's gonna be soft and it's long, and he likes it here. But the dude is so fucking apoplectic about fucking golf. It seems that it's like whatever. <laughs> Maybe he's trending up. You know, Maybe. he missed the Northern Trust. He was better last week, yeah. and now he yeah. fires. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Getting yeah, ready for, getting ready for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah, we need we we, we need all hands on deck. Uh, <laughs> If DJ won the fucking Tour Championship, who's going to be surprised? No one. Oh, my no God. One be surprised. Austin Johnson won the Tour Championship. What are yeah. you kidding me? 
Yeah, so yeah, I'm with you with the Usti uh, neck injury. Hovland's just been blah as well, so I'm fucking fine with that. So all right, that 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 was a pretty uh, pretty easy range to break down. All right, Jeff, what's the next one? The twos with my the boys. Twos. The twos with my boys, Andrew Shoffley, who loves Eastlake. By the way, <laughs> I took the liberty of sending a message to his caddy today, saying, "Hey, just get a little little little, little pregame prep uh, pep talk." I said, hey, don't be discouraged that you're, like, technically eight shots out of the lead. So, just so you know, the, the heavy favorite is John Rahm, and he's only at six. So, really, you're only, like, four shots back. As long as you can catch him, you'll be in good shape. So, now he didn't respond. That's right. <laughs> That's okay. But it's out there. And I did send I did send a similar message right before the final round of the Olympics. And we both know how that we, we know how that turned out. That's right. I'm there. Nothing anyway, but good vibes. Nothing uh, but good vibes. Yeah, that's been like I I I didn't glom onto this theory just so I can make a case for Xander. Yeah. However, it does help if the the favorite of the tournament is six under and is four shots back to start. That's the target. That's the lead, in my opinion. The lead is John Rom at six under par. Which means if even if you're even or one or one under, you're only five, six shots back and you have 72 holes. Now, granted, yeah, it's John Rahm and he can grow on that lead. Yeah, but he could hover. So you don't know. So John Rahm makes can John Rahm make one bogey over the course of 72 holes? Yeah. All right. So that puts him at five under. All right. So right now we're three shots back. That's nothing. We can make that up in a day. So, I think from a uh, a lot of these guys are live. I think Rory might be out of gas, even though he played well last week. That might have been his peak. He's told us that. He still has to save something for the Ryder Cup in his mind. Brooks is planning a wedding. That's all I hear about with Jenna on the Instagram about the wedding. Everything's with the, with the wedding and the I match. Just, how does somebody your age get on Instagram? Isn't there isn't there like a cutoff? Like, don't you get to put it on a list? Like, you can't be on Instagram. You're too old to be on Instagram. Who, me? Yeah, you. It's for kids, bro. Oh. <laughs> you know, I was having a, I was having a, good, a good monologue here. Yeah. And just throw a freaking monkey wrench at the whole thing. Yeah. That's, that's Alexander at two under. I think he's going to make moves. I have, there's no reason to believe that he wouldn't. He's been spectacular here every year that he's been here, even as a rookie. And... I mean, that's the play. He's 25 to 1 as an outright. That's a little sprinkle because, like I said, the lead's only four. So let's go. Let's go. Let's tap it off. Gold medal, FedEx Cup. Double. Let's fucking go. I love you. I love your positivity and your energy. I don't. I don't think. I mean, I, I really don't think anybody from minus two can, can or two hundred can come all the way back. I don't. Like it's just my my opinion. I don't think so. I think they can you get up think in the mix. Anything to the theory that the lead is six under par? Listen, I actually I don't mind that. I would actually probably sh- I would say the lead's probably eight in my brain. I would say eight under. Oh yeah, because Tony Finau is going to be hard to catch. Hey man, I, I, yeah. I mean, I think the lead is eight under. That's what I think. Okay, it's, it's no, it's no crazier you're, than your fucking six. I asked the question, you gave me an answer. You're right. My bad. It's, it's right. But yeah, listen, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. So I, I, 
man, Rory said he was out of gas before last weekend, and he played really well. But I think he might be right. I think he might have peaked out, and he's probably going to collect this check and try to focus on uh, the Ryder Cup. Xander is is a great fit for here. Um, I expect him to play well, obviously, because it's a no-cut event, right? Yeah, yes. Ha, ha. <laughs> but I'm with you. Brooks, I don't know, man. He just does not seem to give a shit. I'm, I'm not on Coke Rack. Um, so I guess I, I think I'm actually with you, man. I think uh, Xander's probably the best play out of this group. Um, I never played Kevin now. Um, I know he can get lightning hot with his putter, but I feel like it's a pretty long course for him. Um, so, yeah, Xander, man, that, that's who I'm on. And uh, Brooks, regretfully, would probably be the one who, who I'd avoid completely down here if I had to. Okay. All right. I mean, listen. <laughs> I have nothing that was well, actually, I do have something I would say. Listen, he's been great here. The only thing that's kind of concerning is he's been really bad off the tee his last few tournaments. I don't really know what's going on with that. It's usually a strength of his game. That's a little concerning. But um, I mean, look. Maybe Rory isn't out of gas. And what I've known about Rory is that when he's hot, you kind of just got to ride him. And I've been trying to ride him the last couple tournaments worked out. Well, it didn't work out last week, but he played pretty well. His iron's really good, great off the tee, and he's also really good here, too. So, I mean, if there's another guy in this range to take, I think you take Rory as well. I mean, listen, I'm not going to hate on the Xander pick. That's fine. But let's not forget about Rory, too. And then, I listen, I I don't believe Kevin Na. I just no. don't. Oh. I don't here. And, like, he's been great the last three tournaments. I just think it's going to fade, <laughs> and especially in the monster golf course with narrow fairways. He's not very accurate either. I think he's going to get completely punted out of this tournament. So that's my fade in this range. All right. I like it. All right. Well, before we break down the next tier, uh, I'm going to talk to you about prize picks. Turn your picks into real cash with prize picks. It's my favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast. It's easy. And it all starts with prize picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide if they will go over or under the stat proje- projection. The more players you pick, the more you can win, up to 10 times your money. Prize picks is the only way I play. Um, so they had a good couple good golf ones. They don't have any for this week, but, you know, they're gearing up for football, so make sure to go check out the, the over-unders for that, uh, especially for DFS players, man. I feel like that's where um, I do a lot of my betting anyway. It's a, it's an easier market to exploit um, than uh, than just, just the spread, man. So just go use uh, promo code SGP to receive 100% instant deposit match up to a hundred bucks that's prize picks promo code sgp boom all right oh all right so it's is it me on this one all right so one under guys yeah so scotty decky Corey, uh neiman and sink uh dude i don't know why i got a good feeling about a decky like, I don't think he can come back and win it. But, I mean, if he didn't have that one bad round, like, he was on it. Like, he he, he was on it. He's fine. I like a decky. Um, I'm off a of shuffler, man. I don't I, I don't know. Maybe it's just too much golf for that dude. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, he, he just limping, limping to the finish line. And we were all over him a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, I think I'm with decky. I mean, Cor- it's hard for me to ignore Connors, but but yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna keep it simple, man. I'm gonna stick with Decky. I think his iron play can carry him, and the greens here aren't too bad, right? Right? They're not like they're not crazy difficult, right? I mean, it's just it's it's Bermuda, but right. no, like, not really. Yeah. yeah, so I'm fine with Decky. I'm fading Scotty. Um, I'd like to see my man Sink make some noise though. That would be fucking cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Climb that leaderboard, fucking make make a nice cash grab. Uh, I'll be rooting for that. I don't know if I'll put any of my own money behind it, but I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see Sink uh, make some noise, man. Okay. Um, 
I'm going one last time with Scheffler. I mean, listen, it's the end <laughs> okay. of the season, so of course. <laughs> okay. So the problems with Scheffler, he has not been putting very well, and I'm not really sure what's going on with him. That was something he was doing really well at the beginning of the summer, but the ball strike is still really good, and I still believe in the fact that at tougher golf courses, he shows up. He's always in the mix, and I mean, if he can just putt a little better this week, I think he can climb up the leaderboard. There's no reason for it. And he only played well here last year. Why can't he do it again? And then, I mean, my, my fade is... Uh, again, from last week, just I, we keep trying to make Joaquin Neiman happen. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I tried to make it happen. in The Northern Trust people tried to make it happen last week because apparently Kays Valley is close to Greenbrier. And that's <laughs> the that was the rationale. Uh, he was 29th last week. Didn't really do a whole lot. I, I just I, I can't get behind it. So I, that's my fate is Neiman in this range. I like Neiman on Ben. That's why I, I liked him. And yeah, he was very sporadic. Kokrak was great last week. He started off terrible, and then for three rounds, he was. He ended up. He ended up having a pretty. He got to double digits. Anyway, yeah, I digress. I like Scotty Scheffler also. Uh, I'm. I'm. I need to apologize in advance <laughs> to the uh, to the audience. Oh God, Steve, isn't this a Donald Ross? So here's the thing. <laughs> Reese Jones completely did renovated it. and ripped up the place. This is a Reese Jones design now. It was a Donald Ross. It, it was, was yeah. a Donald Ross, but it's now a Reese Jones. Okay, it's, cool. it's, well, it's, a, compl- it's a completely different golf course. Because Capper asked about the greens, and I'm thinking Donald Ross greens. That usually means something. You're saying he, did, he didn't do a great game. job with the greens. Okay, because because uh, uh, Sedgefield was a Donald Ross also. They did a much better job making that. Those have those they, they, those greens have crazy undulations, don't they? They Is did. That, Let's let's put it, they did a much better job with Sedgefield than this place. Okay, great. Well, I, then I don't have to apologize to the audience. All right. You 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 tread lightly there, tiptoeing up to the. I want to make sure I don't want to embarrass myself. I'm supposed to be a golf like know it all, and I don't know that this is a Donald Ross. I thought it was a Donald Ross. There's only certain people who fucking know that type of shit. That's that's why that's why Steve yes, does what I Steve can't. does. It's a credibility thing, Capper. That's all. That's what I make sure. Uh, you know. All right. Um, I like Scotty Scheffler as well. I, you know, I was trying to think like, are people getting? Scheffler hasn't been great the last couple of weeks, and maybe people are off him. But I really don't. I'm finding that as we go through these categories, and there's five guys in each category that. Everyone's probably going to be gravitating, and maybe ownership doesn't really matter because there's only 30 players. 30 guys. But I don't want to be gravitating to the same guy in each quadrant. I'm going to have to find. I'm going to have to find a range where I have a different guy. I but it's got to be Scheffler. I, I mean Hideki. Obviously, I love Hideki, but I'm worried about this. Is his? I think he's got the Sung JM schedule. That he's been playing since the Olympics, and yeah, he 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 skipped the Open Championship too, didn't he? Didn't he have COVID uh, he, or something? Yeah, he, he had COVID. COVID. Yeah. 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 All right. So, all right. Yeah. These 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 things just pop in and out of my head. I try, <laughs> I try to keep everything in keep everything in sync. I thought this is like a six week in a row, so that gave me a little pause. So yeah. So just to give you a reference point, so Scott like Scotty is like thirty percent projection owned. Yeah, but everybody's like thirty percent owned. That's the I I gotta wait till tomorrow final yeah. owner projections or whatever because even the lowest owned guys could be like eighteen uh, percent. So, I mean, I'm seeing some thirteen, some eleven, 
Spieth at 11, Cantlay at 13, Morikawa at 16. Crazy motherfuckers. Yeah, and nobody owns Morikawa. He's 16%. I know. That's fucking crazy. All right, All right so I'm going to fade Stu Sink, and I like Scotty Shuffler in the ones. I'm sorry. Okay. I keep babbling. It's fine, man. Everybody's got it, man. All right, the 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 bottom of the barrel, like the, the dumpster. This this is dumpster diving. In the when you like it, the list of golfers that were dumpster diving is hilarious. Like the 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 prices on this is so awesome. I'm like when you scroll down and you're like, holy shit! Like I'm getting a sub six k golfer, and look who it is. It's fucking. It's it's pretty fun to click. <laughs> I mean, there's nowhere to go. I, I think there's good names here. Fuck yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. That's I'm exactly what I'm saying. I mean, there's nowhere to go but up, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> who will it be? So kind of like with Scotty Scheffler, a lot of problems with Daniel Berger lately has been the putter, and I don't really know why. And now we're going to go back on Bermuda. He tends to do pretty putt pretty well there. The ball striking numbers are fine. So, yeah, I mean, I guess of all these guys, I think he can make a couple putts and move up the leaderboard. So it's him. And then I understand Billy Horschel has the really good course history. He won it out. He won both the Fax Cup and the 72-hole score uh, in 2014. Finished, I think, second to Tiger, I think, in 2018. I forget. Um, I just, well, I don't have this it. format then. What's that? They didn't have this format. If he won the tournament, then he was obviously he won. He was I'm just, well, well, we'll get to this later. If they had this format, he would have won the 72-hole and the Sagrets leaderboard as well. So, uh, regardless, I don't think his form is very good coming in. I just, I, I, I'm going to fade it. So, how would you know that? What was Billy Horschel's FedEx Cup rank? Because I ran the numbers on everything since 2007. You're a fucking psychopath. Is, I am a, a, psychopath, a psychopath, but I came prepared. <laughs> I came prepared with arguments tonight about You're why. You're figuring out the top 30 and assigning them strokes and then see where they. You yeah. did all that. It took about a half hour. It actually wasn't that difficult. I just went to Wikipedia. You can find what the t- the standings were heading in. And then you oh. just sign the strokes, and then you just see what their 72-hole score was, and then you just, that's it. Well, wasn't okay. that difficult. That's all. Okay. 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 I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I didn't even interrupt you. You were talking about Billy Horton. We're going to talk about a lot about that later. <laughs> Steve fucking hates, hates. Like, I, I, Did you listen to last night's? Holy fuck. Yes, hates. I did. Of course I did. Yeah. Um, all right, who, who do you got? Who do you got? Who do you like in this range, Jeff? Well, fucking Steve, man. Because, <sighs> all right, I was looking at it. I, I'm I'm not playing Reed or Eric Van Rooyen in his stupid pants. Uh, I hate pants as well. <laughs> uh, I think we're just talking about people glomming onto the same person, and I think I think Berger's going to be that guy out of the guys at even. And I never played Daniel Berger because his girlfriend was very rude to me once. So that leaves me either Sergio or Horschel. Out of those two, I think because Sergio played well last week and he got a Ryder Cup narrative and everything else that people would go to Sergio. It leaves me like, oh, maybe I could be sneaky smart and play Billy Horschel. You know, he did win here back in the day and he's back on Bermuda and I don't have to worry, like, worry about his length or anything else. And Maybe I can get like maybe I can steal Billy Horschel. And I was just talking about how I wanted to be different somewhere along the lines because there's only 30 players. You're gonna have to differentiate somewhere. And maybe that's like that's a sneaky good play that I can make. And Steve just totally shit all over <laughs> Billy Horschel. And that, he sucks. And listen, listen, can I can I stop you? I'm never on Billy Horschel. 
He's the, first of all, he's the anti-stack guy. Yeah. He, so I, I like, I, I listen, I like, I'm with you on this one. I like Billy. O. And, and he's such a fucking hardo. Like, you know, he's going to go out there and try to fucking win. Like he's, he's, he's just your typical quintessential, like Florida guy. Like, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I like Billy Ho this week. I don't, I'm fine with the course history. I know his, his form's not great coming in, but he's a grinder. Like he, I think he's going to do well. Loves Bermuda. Like I, he was I, I okay. like Billy Ho. He was okay in Memphis. Yeah, he was fine. He won a WGC. Yeah. I, I don't, I just, he was good at concession. If that means anything like those big money, like cash, yeah. let's get back. Yeah. Let's move up the leaderboard and do what best we can. But I don't. I got to see how the ownership shakes out because if it's not a sneaky play, then then you're just playing Billy ownership, Billy ownership. You're playing <laughs> Billy Marshall at bad ownership. So and then I'll probably pivot to Sergio. So I'm debating there what I'm going to do. So uh, Sergio's like eight percent more owned. Sergio's at twenty five. Billy's at eighteen. Well, I'm waiting till tomorrow. I'm just giving you a fucking. I'm giving you a fucking a check. That's all. You're the man, Capper. Thank you so much. I really Thanks. appreciate. He's such a cocksucker. No. The, um, <laughs> the, um, all right. Fuck it. Who are you fading in this range? Either you are. It is okay. stupid pants. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That, that, that's good enough for me. The uh, <laughs> uh, I don't like his stupid pants either. His caddy's hair bothers me as well. I'm apparently <laughs> becoming... I'm, 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 I'm becoming a very old man. Um, I like Billy. You don't like the man buns? No, dude. Come on, man. I mean, like Marcel Seam rocked that at the open. He almost won the damn thing. Yeah, and I was not rooting for him either. The, um, <laughs> the, um, after amen. <laughs> the, um, yeah, I, listen, I like, I like both of them actually. Like, especially if you, it, like, if you get Sergio and Billy in there, like I, Sergio was playing really well. You know, he wants to get another good round uh, before the Ryder Cup. He wants to make sure uh, he gets on the team, even though I think he's going to get on the team anyway. Um, both these guys uh, can score, and that's what you want here. Uh, picking down here, you get two guys at almost a stone minimum, close to five k. You can give, you can make yourself a, a pretty flexible lineup putting both of those guys in there. I like both of them. Um, I'm with you. I'm fading uh, EVR just because. I don't like him. And Burger, same thing. Like, I don't know. I can never fucking get that guy right anyway. Like, I never get Burger right. So that's where I'm uh, I'm going to fade. And, uh, hey, Steve, why don't, uh, why don't you take this one, buddy? Oh, God, you caught me off guard. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got to take it, actually. Oh, all right. I guess. This is go. I don't even have it up. What are we talking about? <laughs> I gotta you, do got, you guys sabotaging me? Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> we're inside we're the house. a very professional podcast. We're ready for uh, we're, we're know, inside our, the all house. sponsorship commitments. Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, the summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. Stream over 2,000 soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the hat-pounding drama from CBS Sports, including the UEFA Champions League, the Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Primera Division, uh, the Brazil, yep, NWSL and the Asian Football Confederation and the Concafa qualifiers featuring the stars from the U.S. and Mexicans men's national teams, plus much more. It's the best of the beautiful game with all the names like Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo, Rapino, and Pulisic. Uh, be a part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world game lives here on Paramount Plus. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live. That was beautiful. Thanks, buddy. I mean, it, 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 over over there. Yeah, because he knows. I, I like so we get the ad reads right, and like 
I see it like whatever Monday morning or something. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm reading this thing, dude. I'm gonna screw it up. I'm gonna piss off the new sponsors. You gotta do that one because I don't know. I don't. I don't know much of anything about soccer. So, yeah. Right. Of the two of us, I'm the soccer guru. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's get the betting card. So, why don't we start off small? Why don't we start with any head-to-head matchups you got? Uh, Nagels, you got any uh, tournament ed-eds for this week or round one matchups? No, I do not. That's not nothing. My- that's not that's not my forte. I haven't looked. If, I don't know what the first round leader marker looks like. I'd be interested to see if that's anything. But so the, so the first round leader marker is just straight up. There's no staggered scoring with it. It just at least from what I saw, I think it's just all right. Did you shoot five under or four under? There's no are you going to pass the guy in the leaderboard or not? So, but the tournament matchups those include the scoring, at least in the books I look at. Okay. Um. No, I I'm not a big when I play matchups, I usually just I'll pick like six or seven of them that I really like, and I'll I might make a parlay. But I usually don't do that until Saturday. Like that's like that's what I do on Saturday nights. So I have something to follow on Sunday after all my bets are dead. <laughs> that's all right. What uh? What do you do? So what's your process for how you picking your matchups on on Saturday? What do you do? It's like a feel, like it's a feel thing. Okay. Because you know, it's it's usually they'll just they'll give, give you odds on who's going to finish higher in the group in the pairing. Oh, so you're and doing like the, fucking? Th- are you doing three balls or are you doing fucking head to head matchups? No, head to head. Okay. You know, and I'll pick. I'll see like six or seven of them. Last week, uh, I had uh, who did I lose? Morikawa won. Whoever he played with, uh, he killed uh, Max Holma. Those guys were playing. Those guys prepared together, and I took Holma at plus money against Morikawa. That didn't work out. Max was, I mean, a terrible, atrocious uh, on the greens. Our boy. <laughs> um, but you know, whatever. Collins freaking great. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tag it but, the shit out of the black. Yeah, that's usually what I do. Is matchup wise. Okay. Is on, on Sunday. Well, I was just curious because, like, I do the same thing. I do like the gut. I'm like, all right, who do I feel like? And then what I'll do is I'll I will literally go back and look at hole by hole how they scored and be like, did they do it with the magic shit? Or, you you know, can make the whole day out of it. Yeah, I know. Take off like eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, I know. It's fucking and if great. You play the last group. Yeah. You're looking at it's like three. It's a whole day. It's like Beautiful. a ten dollar bet. <laughs> get a, get a whole day out of it. It's great. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. All, all right. right. Sorry, I interrupt you. I do that all the time. Yeah, we know, buddy. It's okay. The uh, <laughs> the, the uh, uh, I only got a couple. Uh, so I got Burns over uh, Morikawa. I found that at plus money at plus one thirty-five. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I so that's why I said like I only laid a couple. That was one that I snapped. Wait, is that with the staggered scoring too? No, this is just oh, wait, oh just straight up. Wait, no, I think it is with the staggered scoring. Hang on, let me holy shit! Up. Hang on. Oh, look. Burns okay, well, is yeah, Lord. Burns is, yeah, it's, uh, let's see. There's two ball. I don't, I'm actually not logged into it on my work computer. All right, what, whatever. Just, yeah, just whatever. It doesn't matter. So, um, and then I got, uh, JT over DJ, uh, minus, uh, 130. And then Xander over answer. I got plus money at plus 115. Okay. All right. I don't hate that. So, so this is a preview for a conversation later. Uh, Nagels, I might disagree with you that this thing is really as wide open, but as far as the tournament matchups go, I think the books completely overreacted to a bunch of these. Like, there's a lot of plus money guys against guys who I just don't really have a lot of faith in this golf course this week that are only 
big favorites over the other guy because they're just starting ahead. And I mean, listen, it's only a handful of strokes between these guys. We're four rounds. That is definitely something you can overcome. So, I mean, I said earlier, like, I don't really like Cantlay on Bermuda golf courses. If you want to go a step further on that in three tournament championships uh, or tour championships, he hasn't been better than even par for the tournament in on any of those. For real? Uh, yeah, for, for real. I think his high finish is T20. And that's without the staggered scoring and everything. So I don't think he's going to do anything this week. And so I can get Tony Finau, who, listen, he's not as great as good of a Bermuda either, but I believe see, see him do well at Eastlake before. I got him at plus 190 over Cantlay. That's only a two-shot deficit. And I got John Rahm at even over Cantlay, too. I think Rahm's going to run him down and pass him. Like I, I think of all those guys at the top, I think Cantlay is the one is probably going to sink. So okay. was that I got Rory plus 105 over Spieth. Like, I don't have as much concerns about Rory as you two do, but I got a lot of concerns about Spieth. I think Rory's going to pass him. He's only down two to Spieth to start. That's nothing. And then I got Xander plus 135 over Cam Smith. I mean, like, I worry about Cam Smith's performance off the tee. Xander's only down three to him for the tournament. You know how great he is here. I think he can run down Cam Smith pretty easily. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, those are my four tournament plays. Do they have any goofy ones where you could bet like uh, Daniel Berger to beat Patrick Cantlay and Cantlay's no. got a 10 shot lead? Can you get like plus I mean, 1100? I mean, I mean, I'm sure I can fucking find it somewhere. I mean, I, 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 really I think I, something I, like that is in play if you don't like I it. haven't seen anything like that. That would be, um, good. That would be cool. I'm yeah. just, it's something, that's something to fund the roof for. Yeah, and, and, and so and so it, it, this is finishing position. Like so, the the matchups that I said, like it's including the starting score, finishing position. Wow. Yeah. Burns is an underdog to more underdog. Power. Yeah, plus one thirty. What, what do the books know that we don't? Uh, fuck it for real, dude. That's what I thought too, because you know me, I'm always like, I'm like something fishy. They're gonna take my money. I'm like, did Morikawa this... go to the chiropractor or something? Did he yeah, go to yeah. Germany and get his cells spun? He went then... to uh, no, nah, he went to uh, what's his name, Brady's guy, uh, Alex uh, Guerrero. If I could fix okay. him, fix them right up. There you go. Perfect. Selling his right. fake concussion water and fucking green juices that cure cancer. Great fucking great pick to person to tie your star to, Brady. All right. Um, how about positional play? The market for positional play is pretty bad this week. Do you guys trash. have anything? I actually have two. Okay. But it's only because of such trash. I only have money on one of them. I put Burns. It's Burns, even money, top 10. Even money. I'll take that. Fine. It's nothing exciting. Throw 50 spot on it. Whatever. You don't, you don't dead covers. heat on that, right? No, 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 no dead heat. So that's why I did it, too, because I have no dead heat. And then DJ's even, too, and I wanted to get a, a feel on that. And now, like I told you, I was already staring at the 25 number. Bagels told me I already fucking bet that thing outright. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to join Bagels so uh, we can we can yell at DJ together instead of at each other on the weekend, which okay. is what typically happens. All yeah. right. Eight, DJ's five back with 72 holes to play. Yeah, I like so it. I like it. I like it. So, but here's the thing, right? So it's not just about the five back, right? It's that he's got how many, he's got another two, four, six, eight, nine, 11. He's got 14 guys that are also in between that number. It's not like that is a static number. And he only has to get to that number. He also has to beat the 14 guys in between. If they go low, I'm just saying. That's fair. That's, that's, okay. that's fair. All right. I mean, I only have two as well. Um, I mean, I was offered plus money on Xander for a top 10. Sure. I'll just football bet that. Uh, I like Sanjay a lot this week. I have a lot of top 10 money from him last week. I'm going to roll that over <laughs> plus 165 for a top 10 this week. So what a uh, week it could be. Like that. And then, I mean, there's a couple other ones like JT's hanging around minus 120 for a top 10. He football bet that. 
I mean, maybe answer does something stupid. I think he's around even. So I kind of like that Burns one. I might join you on that too. But yeah. I mean, other than that, this is kind of a shitty uh, positional prop market. So. What do you think about J- what do you think about JT uh, two to one top five? I yeah, like I like that. I like it, right? Okay, sure. That's one. That's one I had a question mark next to. I was like, nah. Okay. All right, uh, Nagels, you got any or no? No, those those plus one tens do not do anything for me. No. So what? So we're yeah. spoiled as golf betters, right? We absolutely are, right? We're absolutely spoiled with like I always laugh when you see like, like these football shows and like, dude, I got a fucking, I got a four to one futures ticket on them to win. That I'm like, this is fucking, this is trash. Like this doesn't. It's child's this doesn't, play. I was like, this doesn't get it moving for me. And I get it. You know what I mean? But like when you come to a tournament like this, you gotta think like it's just like betting like week one football. You know what I mean? Like you get you bet in the spread. That's all you do. Yeah, but when I play football games, I bet parlays because the I of I fucking course you do. Of I mean, fucking course you do. I grew I got into this gambling game through <laughs> the Meadowlands racetrack and horse racing. Yeah. Dog track for I me. Cannot get excited over plus one ten. That's does nothing for me. I have to put up so much money to make it worthwhile, and it's not worthwhile. It's just it's irresponsible. You gotta bet responsibly. <laughs> so I'll try to win three games and get a little bang for my buck. And if I hit, and I get a nice little return. And yes, I am not one of those. I just not one of those smart betters that you know has a has a plan and a budget. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm not interested in that. I just want to play and be entertained and try to win something. Yeah, man. That's listen, not. I'm 100 percent with you. I, I I think once a month I get on here and go, I gotta get better with bankroll management. But I'm and- I, I'm self-aware <laughs> enough to know that it's not smart. I'm self-aware to know I'm not a great. That's not why I do it though. I'm not in it to like win money. Like I'm in it to win. Like win. You know? That's me. That's me. I, and I I'm, I'm bad at. So I'm not giving advice on how to bet. I'm just saying that's what I do. I was just curious. Can't wait. Let's fucking go. All right. All right. Where, are we? Where are we? What are we talking about next? All right. Uh, Capper, do you want to take an ad break first before we do low 72 hole score? Because I feel like that's going to roll into the discussion about who wins the FedEx Cup. Yeah, that's so fine. Yeah, absolutely. Why don't we do our last ad break? And then yeah, that's fine. So listen, if you guys haven't downloaded the Odds Crowd app yet, you guys are missing out. There's over 30K in cash prizes coming up for grabs, both in season-long and weekly contests on NFL and college football. The boys here at SGPN are all taking part, so you can try to claim bragging rights over us as well. Here's how it works. Once you enter the contest, you track your bets against real odds and lines, much like you would picking, or much like you would with any pick tracking app. The most profitable players rise up the leaderboard. If you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, you win. And Odds Crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests; it's a social app for sports bettors. Free to download. You can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set up private fantasy contests with your buddies, and so much more. So download the app for free, or go to OddsCrowd.com today. And then, of course. Do not forget to go download the SGPN app. Um, we're giving away 100K uh, uh, in week one, uh, NFL, which is next fucking week, man, next week. So make sure you guys go download that. And uh, listen, don't forget to go give us uh, go give us a review too, man. Fucking always appreciate it. Five stars. Nagels, tell your fam- family and friends. Go tell them to leave us reviews. You got it, buddy. I saw yours, which was great, by the way. That was funny. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that's, that's, I'm here to make. I'm here to entertain the masses, Capper. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> All right. Why don't we get to it? So, Nagels, I got to ask you a question. Yes, sir. 
Are you even bothering betting the low 72 hole score? Are you are you just going with who wins the FedEx Cup? No, I think that's a lame market, Steve. Like that none of these guys that are there are there to be the low of the OWGR ranking guy person. They're just they're not there for that. They're there to win. There's one leaderboard that they're paying attention to. So it's not in the spirit of the competition to bet on who you think is just going to have the lowest score because that guy's not even trying to have the lowest score. He's trying to do something else. And you're getting better odds on the other leaderboard anyway, the real one. So, no, I'm not going to bother looking at that. And I'm not yelling at you. I'm just (laughs) yelling in general. (laughs) Screaming at the class. All right, so you're just going to bet wins the FedEx Cup. Yeah, that's the whole okay. point. That's the fun of this. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, that's the fun. I want to right. die. It comes from behind and slays a dragon. Yeah. So you think it's realistic that someone minus three, minus two is going to come out and win this thing? This year, I do. Okay. This year, it's okay. realistic. Uh, I would say I just think it's possible. I don't know if it's, I would just say it's possible. And just the, the notion that it's like mathematically improbable that somebody can come from that many strokes back and you make a, make a numbers argument for it. It's like, well, why are you peeing on everybody's parade? The, the whole point of this is to have fun. And maybe somebody who's two under or three under or one, like maybe they go out on a Thursday and shoot a 63. When everybody else is shooting 67 and they get themselves in the mix going into the weekend and you don't know what's going to happen. And he's just like, oh, well, my spreadsheet says that it's mathematically improbable that someone's going to be able to make up that many strokes. Well, yeah, maybe, but <laughs> it's a golf tournament. So can we just watch and see what happens? Like, that's why we're here. Because it's All fun. Right. Because I have a bet on a guy who's 101. And yeah, maybe... Maybe he can do it. Maybe he can overcome the odds. And maybe the nerds are wrong. And maybe it's possible <laughs> that it could happen. And it's fun. And that's what it's supposed to be. It's a fucking entertainment product. And it's one freaking week of the year. There's 50 other tournaments. And everybody's complaining how we need a break from golf. And the season starts up again in a week. And there's too much golf. And there's too many tournaments. They're all tired. But so... It's just one week, and you don't have to deal with this again until next August, and then everyone's gonna get all set again. And, oh God, it just drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. It's so much fun. It's a fun <laughs> tournament, and I don't know why everyone's like, I don't want fun. No, fuck that. This sucks. Let's have the same thing we have fifty-one other weeks of the year. Well, if you listen oh. to my podcast last night, I proposed something that is completely different. So. Yeah, your idea is much better. I heard that. Okay, can we talk about that real fast? Yeah, yeah, we, can talk that. About that real, we can talk about that real quick. Yeah, but you're talking about... You're, I'm kind of with you. I have a different solution if we want to be... We want to throw our solutions out there. But you're talking about giving strokes in match play. Your whole premise is, well, you can't be giving strokes. It's stupid. Yeah, why are we giving away strokes? And then you're like, oh, well, you should do match play and then give strokes. It's like, well, you can't... 
You're now you're gonna argue to give strokes. You just said you can't give strokes. Now you're giving strokes. Okay, well, all right. You're about, so, you're about so, to have so, a Okay, hold on. So the argument I had to come up with a solution to actually give an advantage to somebody over those first two rounds. Because there's a, a situation, yeah, congratulations, you're number one seed. Oh, you gotta play Rory McElroy in their first round matchup? That sucks. So that's the only carrot there. But unless I understand that's not perfect. Though my whole premise though is match play is more compelling than just stroke play. Yeah, it just agreed. is. And there's more things you can do with it. It's it's Steve, but it's I mean this tournament is Labor Day weekend, and if you have a Scotty Scheffler versus Billy Horschel match, like we had watch, a match no play, watching this thing anyways. Well, that, that so, can't so, be so this your argument. Make this for the, if you for have the, Brooks and Bryson, people are going to watch. Okay, well you could still have that in this tournament too. No, but match play is so volatile. You can't do that. FedEx isn't going to pay $60 million to have Scotty Scheffler play fucking Billy Horschel. I understand it's unrealistic, but if I just had full control, that's what I would do. Okay, in 30 seconds, if I had full control, 125 played the Northern Trust, points reset to zero, the top 70 from the Northern Trust go to BMW, top 30 from there go to the Tour Championship. No carryover of points. Points are reset after the Wyndham, and the top, whoever wins the Tour Championship, that's your FedEx Cup champion. But then you're giving away $15 million to a guy who won one tournament, and a guy who's ranked 28th could win that tournament, and that might be bad in the – that might look bad in the public eye, and they wouldn't do it, but that would get rid of your starting strokes if you just – if it was a real playoff. I think that's the problem. People – don't like the term playoff because it's not yeah. really a playoff. It isn't. I mean, Patrick but, but Reed made it to a championship and play a single turn. Bonuses to the top players. It's all it is. It's a mechanism for FedEx to get their name out there every week. And it's all just the part of the corporate machine. And they're not get it. in the spirit of the sport. They don't care. If you watch the golf broadcast, it's one commercial after another. They don't care about golf. They got to just sell ads. That's all it is. That's why, I, that's why I complain about it. All right, well, let's get back to our little discussion. Well, well done, Nagels. I'm glad you didn't have an actual stroke while talking about giving strokes. Appreciate let's that. get back to this staggered leaderboard and what this actually means for this, this tournament. So, as referenced earlier, I am a psychopath. <laughs> Boss, I can see you just rolling your eyes already. All right? I'm a psychopath, and I went back to 2007 when the FedEx Cup started. And I figured out what the starting strokes would have been for everybody, what their 72-hole score was, and how the leaderboard would shake out. So of those 14 FedEx Cup playoffs, the, the winner of the FedEx Cup, if we use the staggered leaderboard, would have been minus four. No one minus three or worse has ever done it. Now, that's a technicality, because in 2010, Jim Furyk would have tied with Luke Donald, and he started minus three, but that wouldn't have been a playoff. So we don't know. But... Just in general, like like all, all this narrative that all oh, this is wide open and that like a lot of guys can actually win this thing with a staggered leader. No, they really can't. It's zero. That's the number. And, you know, is that a, really about eight shots is really just that tough to overcome? I mean, it's not in just in theory. Like if you just go to any golf course, you see guys shoot 61 or 60. No problem. So sure. At any other golf course, that's fine. But I think the problem with this is Eastlake is not a good golf course for this format. It's because there's not there's just no way to separate yourself in this place. There's not a lot of good scoring opportunities here. There's there's only two par fives. There's a lot of long par fours. It just all the par threes are 
basically over 200 yards. There's only two water hazards, too. So there's also not a lot of opportunity to have a lot of car crashes. So, like, there's not a whole, like, if you're eight strokes back, it's a hard time to make out that deficit because there's not a whole lot of ways the leaders can really screw up at the top of the leaderboard. There's not a whole lot of opportunities to make up strokes on the field. And if you look at the average score of this place over the last year, it's like it's stagnant. It's right around even par. Like it was 69 last year, 70 the year before that, 69, 70, 69, 69. Like it just there's no opportunity at this place to actually gain strokes. So sure, if this was the Liberty National where there's a bunch of birdies and eagles out there, a lot of water hazards, we're sure an eight-stroke deficit is nothing. You can do that in one day. Or even last week where you go 27 under and like just go fire. Here, like the winning score is usually around low teens. And if you're already going to start a couple guys at that point, it's hard to do. And it only takes one guy of all those guys to come a little bit close to somebody who comes from the near pack to just ruin it for everybody. Like, you look at last year, Xander was 1,500. That's the best 72-hole score that's been there since the renovation in 2008. And it wasn't even close. There was no point on Sunday you felt like he was going to win. And that was near perfect golf he played. Yeah. So, like, so it just it, it, it's hard for me to square that this is so wide open and why you would actually bet somebody minus three, minus two, to win the FedEx Cup, I think those bets got to be limited to anybody over minus four in that top 10. And if you want to actually bet somebody to win the FedEx Cup, you're better off betting the 72-hole score because that's what they have to do anyways in order to win it. I know the payout is not as much, but if that's what they got to do to win it anyways, take the lower payout, just bet that. There, my rant's done. Rory, in 2019, Rory was five shots back at Justin Thomas and ended up beating him by five shots. I never said that you can't come back from minus five. I never no, said that. Beat him, but he beat him by 10 shots. Yeah, but he started at minus five. He was down five and over yeah. 40. He ended yeah, up I know. I'm talking about starting the tournament down seven. If you start the tournament down seven, seven it's never three. happened. It's, it would never have happened in the FedEx Cup format. But that doesn't mean it can't happen. I know it means it can't happen, but you're also sitting here like it's just it, it's going to happen. It's, it's, but I'm it's talking about this. Year, it's not more, more so talk about this year more so than usual because the top five is kind of weak. That's and also the, your the opinion. Favorite, though. Like, Cantley doesn't have does, to do a whole lot. The Shamble doesn't do a whole lot. Fino doesn't have to do a whole lot to beat somebody who is if the only contender is minus two or minus three, they don't have to do a whole lot to still win. Say that. Say, repeat that, please. If the only contender to a guy like Cantley, Finau, or DeChambeau, or even Rom, if the only contender is someone like minus three or minus two, they don't have to do a whole lot over the 72-hole score to still beat them on the leaderboard. That's my that's my whole point. Because it's at East Lake, it is difficult to make up the deficit. There's not a lot of eagles out there, and there's not any a lot, a lot of double bogeys, a lot of car crashes, because there's not a lot of water. It's a lot of pars, a lot of bogeys, very few birdies at this tournament, too. There just isn't a whole lot of opportunity for a chaser to run down these guys, and there's not a whole lot of opportunity at guys on the top to really choke it away. Okay. All right. Okay. It's a golf course but, issue. It's not because eight strokes is overcoming. It's this golf course. It does not allow guys to really make up a whole lot of ground. That's my big problem with this place. Yeah, but... Okay, but the premise, the whole entire premise of my argument is that the favorite of the golf... The favorite of the tournament is starting four shots back. And that's your, that's your opinion. But Cantlay also doesn't have to do a whole lot. What do you mean that's my opinion? He's three and a half to one. 
Rom's the favorite. I know, but as far as guys Chris actually start. That's how big of a favorite he is. He's the okay. favorite, and he's four shots back. I mean, Cantley is three and a half to one, two. He's just. But he's if Ron was ten, if but Ron was ten, and Cantley was four, or Can, Cantley was six, then Ron would be like two to one, plus one fifty to win the whole freaking thing. Right. But it's same. Favorite. It's, it's six under. The lead is six under. I don't That's think it's. The, I don't. I don't buy the argument. It's six under. Because Vegas is, okay, it's not my argument. It's Vegas's argument. So okay, well, fine. so so it, it, what's so. We're digressing way too much. And so you got to think of it too, right? So Vegas is, is doing the same thing they always do. They're hanging a number based on the amount of action they want on it, and they think they're going to get it, and they're trying not to leave themselves up to a liability. Just because Vegas hangs a fucking certain number doesn't mean they really think he's going to win the tournament. It means that, hey, I know I'm going to get X amount of action in on this number. This is how much of the liability I can hold. So that's the number I'm going to fucking hang. Capper. I hate John Rahm more than anybody. Can John Rahm win this tournament? Absolutely. He can absolutely win this tournament. He's right in that sweet spot at six under, and yet it's freaking terrifying to me as somebody who hates that man. All right? So I'm trying to beat him, and he's sitting there at six, so that's my lead. That's who I need to beat if I want to win this tournament. I need to beat him. Now, it's just, it's possible. That's all I'm saying is that it's possible. It's on the table. It is not impossible to win this tournament if you're two under par because the lead is 10. The lead's not 10. It's like six. And if the guy makes a bogey, then it's five. And if you make a birdie, then you're at three. And then you're two back. And there's 70 holes to play. Yeah, but. It's possible. But, I'm but, just saying it's possible. And you can't tell me that's not possible. And just because it I'm not saying happen, it's, I'm not saying it's impossible. It won't happen. Nagels, I'm not. Say, I'm not saying it's mathematically impossible. What I'm saying is, at East Lake, it makes it much more difficult based on what the golf course it's is. It would be much be easier if this was at Kays Valley or Liberty National. It's eight strokes to be East hard. Lake, eight strokes at East Lake is much different than those two other places. There's not as many opportunities to make up the deficit. It's not eight strokes. It's four, and it's supposed to be hard. It's the hard that makes it great. And if you ah, want to be, league of their own, own, baby. Then, I love it. If you want to be a goddamn champion, you got to go out there and earn it. And these guys at two under or at three under, if they want to go out and get it, they can go out and get it because it's not that anybody telling them uh, it's the math, it's not possible. Oh, they're too far ahead. Well, I watch golf every fucking week and there's first round leaders every week and nobody goes on to win ever every week. And now all of a sudden, it's an it's an insurmountable lead because it's John Rom. It's fucking bullshit. I love you guys. <laughs> I can't what you, wait. What for do you think Xander's real realistic upside is for his total score, factoring his starting score and what he can actually do in the tournament? I missed the. I'm sorry, I was breathing. What is his ceiling? What is Xander's ceiling? Xander's ceiling? Yeah. Based, I mean, on where, based on where he's starting. So I have the number. I would say, I would say, what, like well, nine under? Right. No. no it's, way more, it's way more than that. He was 10 under in 2019, and in 2020, he was 15 under. Okay. So, His ceiling is 17. That's the best possible outcome for Xander this week, is 17 under. That's, that's matching what he did last year. That's an average of what all the guys who have won the 72-hole score have gained over the field. That is a lot, but okay, so there's maybe, also there's also what like 15 guys in front of him in that between. We can just keep yeah. it close to him. Yeah, 
That's the problem. The That's problem. The, prob- the, pro- the problem is 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 the people in between. You 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 have to have every single one of them fail, or like you said, you yeah. make a bogey and then he goes back to my he goes back to five under. Well, that means everybody above has to get. I'm I not standing here telling you Xander's gonna win. No, I, I want him to win. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm just saying it's it's there's a scenario, sure. albeit maybe not ideal, because he's too far. He might be too far back, but it's possible if if John Rom doesn't shoot. 12 under this week, then it's possible. But if he plays well and separates himself from the field, yeah, no one's going to catch him. I am not a fucking moron. I understand it. But it's possible. That's all all I'm saying is it's possible. All right. It's not likely. I'm I'm sorry. Well, I'm just going to say one thing, and then if you want me to talk again, I will. I only bet DJ so far. Okay. I bet Justin Thomas. No, I didn't bet Justin Thomas. I I didn't play Justin Thomas. I played Dustin Johnson. I played Xander, and I played Sam Burns. And I I know you guys both like Burns. I even texted my brother when I started doing this research, and I said, "Buddy, you're betting Sam Burns this week. You're going to send me money. I'm going to put that bet in for you." And that's the guy. You have to do that, and you're not allowed to argue. So <laughs> we, we, I like Burns a lot. All right, good. I like it. I like. I'm gonna root for Xander. I'm afraid of DJ, and I'm probably gonna roster JT. So those are the guys that I'm hoping for. That's your call. Guys at guys at four under. Guys like yeah, which is like right in the sweet spot, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm I doing. Um, I don't know what I'll add. I might have to make some adjustments. I'll do my show tomorrow night, eight o'clock, and we'll figure out. We'll make all our final decisions, and we'll figure out what we're gonna do. All right. And I'm Kevin. All right, Capper, what do you got? So I'm I'm uh, I'm on Burns. That's the only outright I have. I'm probably gonna join Jeff with DJ at twenty five to one. And the more and more I was thinking about it earlier today, I think Finau has a legit shot at winning. Okay. I I don't know why. I just I have a feeling. I don't. I hate the fucking number. I hate fucking. I hate it. But so I'm not I'm not doing anything on it yet. I'm going to think on it. I'm going to sleep on it. I got a day. It's not like the number's going to get much fucking worse. Um, I mean, I like Fina, but I, I like Burns. Uh, I think DJ's live. And uh, I think Fina, I, I think Fina, so I, I guess if you're asking who I think is actually going to win, I'm going to say Fina goes out and takes it. It would be a fitting end uh, to the crazy fucking year of golf uh, that he he wins. He finally wins a tournament. And then uh, because of some crazy, uh, crazy playoff system, he's able to take down the FedEx Cup. Okay. All right. I, I think my advice is if you subscribe to, with me that this is really a 10-person race for who's actually going to win the cup. And more than likely, it's probably going to be someone in the top five. It's been 13 the last 14 years. Someone started at least minus five. So while I hate the numbers, I think what you might want to try and do is risk that because these guys are starting pretty high, they really have a round where they can kind of fuck up, where the guys down below have to be pretty much perfect. They just have to shoot in the 60s every single round in order to do it. So maybe hope that these guys get to a, a slow start. That kind of happened a little bit to GJ last year. He struggled mm-hmm. with the front nine. You end up getting a better number on him. Maybe that's that, yeah. the play if you want to do that. Okay. So the only pre-tournament plays I have for winning the FedEx Cup, 
I think JT can go up there and do it. He's 18 to one. I like that number. I mean, I think his 72 hole score is much lower. So I don't at his number. He, if he does win the FedEx Cup, he probably will have the 72 hole score win. He doesn't technically need it. So I don't mind going 18 to one to, you know, he's easy in the shouting distance. And then for low 72 hole score, I'm going long shot. I'm going to go Sung JM at 30. I'm going Sam Burns at 30 because where they're starting, they probably are. If they are going to actually win the FedEx Cup, they're going to have the low 72 hole score. There's also baked into to that that they don't do quite enough. Someone up top does a little better and their odds to do have the low 72 hole scores about what they are for the FedEx Cup anyway. So those are my two plays there. And then that's how I'm going to play it. Like, I think if the 72 will score, take the guys a little farther back. If you really want to do the win fast cup, it's, it's narrow. That's my opinion. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think, I, I think, uh, listen, I, uh, I think I'm probably more on, on your side of the argument. Like, I, I feel like, uh, feel like, I don't know. Maybe maybe a little more than ten, but not much more than ten, just because of how hard the course is itself, and, and they gotta go. But listen, man, it's fucking gambling. We do it for fucking fun, man. So it's it, it's fun to root for uh, the guys that come up from behind. That's what I love to fucking do. Um, I love the long shots. Uh, it makes me move a little, and it's fun to root for. Like I just hope it's a good fucking tournament. I remember last year was kind of fucking boring. And listen, this was a fucking fabulous golf season. We had six fucking majors. Let's end it on a fucking high note. Like I mean, we had Phil win a fucking major. Like. First sport back from fucking COVID. Like, it was just an amazing season. I really want to see the PGA end it right. And I really hope it's a fucking good tournament, man. Um, this golf season definitely deserves it. Um, so that, that that's where I'm at. Uh, I am looking forward to watching it this weekend. And I really hope it, I really hope it's entertaining. And uh, yeah, I mean, what what is it fucking, was it seven of the last eight, like 54 hole leaders haven't fucking haven't won or we're now at six at eight, right? Cause can't like it was tied for it. Like, yeah, I've been on the wrong end of a few of those. Yeah. Fucking same. Here, blah, blah. The, uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, I'm fucking ready for, uh, yeah. So I think that's a good, it, it was, I think I'm going to just going to start fading the, the, the leader after Saturday, see what happens. Even if I have multiple tickets on the leaders and, uh, that's always there we go. All yeah. right. Nagos, you want to plug anything, yeah, uh, before plug we get away. out of here? No, I just want to say that if anybody's, uh, hearing me for the first time, uh, yelling and screaming at you guys. <laughs> I want you. I want everybody to know that I am a huge Steve Shermer fan. I have been for many years, and I have nothing but respect for both of you guys. And I'm not yelling at them. I'm just yelling at the clouds on their podcast. <laughs> I'm a All huge right. fan of these guys, and I hope I didn't. If anybody's like, boy, this guy yelling and screaming at these guys, I'm not yelling at them. Um, no, no, no. We, no. We, we, we know you're not yelling at us, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm, laughing. I'm, I'm laughing to your audience. If anybody, <laughs> like, who the fuck is this lunatic yelling at, at, at Steve? Um, Listen, this is this is a bar debate, you know? Yeah. There's nothing personal about it. We have a lot of respect for you, too. Yeah, it's, all right. it's all good, buddy. All right. I, I love talking about this shit. Everybody's clear about that. No, I just thought uh, Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern time, I do a little a live show on YouTube, Nagel's Bagels. You can check out what my picks are going to be, and I make fun of some people, and I do some more yelling and screaming, and there's a live, there's a chat ongoing in there, and some people are dumb, and some people are cool, and it's just a mixed bag, and it's a lot of fun, and it's been, I've been doing that for three years, and this is going to be the last show of the season, so I'm looking forward to that. All right. Empty and the tank. Bang. Empty yeah. in the tank, baby. Empty, Empty in the tank. And then on the New York Giants season. 
Oh my God! Don't even. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not. Down. We're not. But you know, actually, I, I forgot. Uh, congratulations to my co-host. Uh, he got rid of Cam Newton. Fuck yeah, baby! Listen, I, listen. All the sourness that I had over that Bryson ticket and being all bitchy and like, like, listen. When I got the, te- I got, I, I got no less than fucking 50 texts from fucking people today like cam's gone cam's gone like because they know how like excited i like i mean i'm it was it was perfect day oh it's mac Mac jones dark days in patriot land (laughs) i feel so bad (laughs) listen i don't give a fuck like who gives a shit like it doesn't matter if my team's great i still want my team to be great just because i had a bunch of great years doesn't mean i don't want to be great anymore i don't want to be with the peasants i want to be fucking football royalty i like it it, the air is nice up here. I don't like it down there. Okay? Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Down here. <laughs> All, right. All right. Anyway, uh, Steve, you got anything? No, that's it. Um, we are going to go on a uh, one-week vacation. I'm actually going on vacation. Uh, I don't know where. Oh, you're actually going on vacation? I'm going on vacation, yeah. That's pretty good fucking timing then. <laughs> so, but we will be back for, uh, I don't even know what they call the Safeway now. It's something different. Oh, different, I know. But I'd like I the, know. It's like the Fortnite Open or something. I don't know. It's something along the lines. Yeah, but they're on Napa. So we'll be back for that and yep. uh, just ready to roll right back into the new season with a fresh crop of golfers, by the way. I'm actually looking forward to seeing the Corn Ferry guys. Yeah, we know. You wanted a whole bunch of people fired. I, we remember. Yeah. The, 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 um, all right. Well, listen, uh, thanks for sticking with us all season. Like I said, hopefully, uh, hopefully we get a good ending to it. Uh, like Steve said, uh, he's off to uh, parts unknown. I'll be in Vegas, uh, from, uh, opening night, uh, till Tuesday morning. Um, come holler at me. I'll buy you a shot, buy you a drink. I can hang out. Um, I'll be in the sports book, obviously. Um, so yeah, come find me there. Uh, find me on Twitter, Boston underscore Kappa. Go read all of Steve's articles. Go follow fucking Nagels on, uh, on Twitter too. Uh, not, not just his YouTube. Uh, he loves, uh, he loves Thursday score updates, so make sure to uh, to let him to let him know on uh, the Thursday score updates. <laughs> so, all right, man. So uh, let, let's cap uh, let's cap the season and uh, let's go break those fucking books one more time.